So I remember ending a, a meeting like abruptly because uh, what was it? It was Star Wars Celebration and they had the uh, the rise of, well, the episode nine trailer at the time. And there was no name announced yet. Yeah, it wasn't announced yet. And then the trailer came on and I loved it. And then at the end, there was this trademark laughter. And then the lights came on, right? I'm watching this on my TV. And Ian McDermott is just standing on stage. And he says, play it again. In, and, in the voice of the emperor. Yeah. And the, and the crowd freaking erupts. And I was thinking to myself, should I call Adam right now? I need to tell somebody that this just happened. Usually I tell Adam, but God bless you. You fucking did this. Uh, I was on media blackout. Complete media blackout. So the only thing I could tell you was like, bro, stay off the internet. <laughs> because yeah. they're going to splash Ian McDermott. I know they're going to put his face everywhere. Yeah. And they're going to have at least that two second clip. So even if you go on Instagram and you accidentally unmute something, you're going to hear his voice. Yeah. And that was the big reveal. <clears throat> and I unfollowed every like everything from that had anything kind of related to Star Wars. I unfollowed it. I, I kept, think the only I thing off. I told you was the title. I was like, the title you can know because it doesn't really like Rise of Skywalker doesn't really tell you anything. And right? then well, well, right. And then also like eventually I'm gonna have to go buy a ticket somewhere. And I'm like, yes, I'd like two for the you know, ninth Star Wars movie, You mean, and then they're going to be like, you mean The Rise of Skywalker? And I'm like, I can't know anything. <laughs> what am I going to do? Yeah, like, you're gonna, you have to know that, at least that part. Yeah, so, like, I, I don't mind knowing the title. That's not a big deal. And, like, I know, like, I'm, I'm going to, like, walking into the movie theater and, like, you know, whatever, I'm going to see a poster. So, like, I know, like, there's certain things that I can, like, adjust myself to. But, like, no, I'm tired of... All the nonsense movie trailers for a movie I really like. I'm gonna go see this movie anyway. You don't need to spoil like 10 different movie beats for me by throwing them in a trailer and like come see it. Look how cool it is. I'm like, I know it's gonna be cool. You don't need to tell me that. Like, I'm gonna go see it. You've already got my money. You had my money years ago. You just needed to deliver the product. You know, you know what, actually, um, I was okay with the three trailers, I, I didn't think they were too bad. There were little parts in it where you saw snippets of, like, storyboard frames that I would have preferred to stay out of it. But it didn't give away too much of what ended up actually happening in the movie. Um, I go. I was going to other movies and then, like, seeing something come up and then, like, realizing it's a Star Wars trailer. And then I put my head between my knees and plug my ears and, like, la, 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 la until Yeah, that I over. remember. And, like, there's only so much of that you can do because, you know, even then, like, at the movie theater, it's going to be loud. Like, you'd ask me, he's like, did you see anything? And I'm like, well, Ray was standing in a desert, and then I put my head down, and then I heard a TIE fighter, and then some blasters, and a lightsaber, and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know. So, but, like, those are all things I know are going to be in the movie. Like, that's in every movie. Or at least, hopefully, will be. Yeah. So, I was like, okay, so nothing's really spoiled, but... But there was this little section, maybe about a month before the movie dropped, where 
instead of trailers, they were giving you like full two minute clips from the movie. There's a couple of movies that have done that. And that's where I, I got off the train because if it's just lights and like some music and some voice in the background saying, hey, we're all together going to overcome the evil, then I'm cool with that because you're not giving me specifics and the story is still going to be fresh. But if you're showing me a full two-minute clip of Kylo Ren going and seeing the Emperor and him being taunted and this whole thing, it's like, I'd rather see that for the first time in the theater. In the, yeah, in the theater. Because in a, in a trailer, there's no context. It's like someone's standing here, someone's standing there. They're saying something. There's a flash. Someone's fighting. It cuts to something else. Whatever. Like, you know, there's no, like, real definitive order to whatever is going on. And, you know, the convert, like, whatever things are said are usually very generalized or they're so specific, you have no idea what's going on. So. And that makes it harder to kind of do something when you have two minutes of, you know, an actual part of the movie. And even then, it is like the first, that's the first ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. So it's like, you know, like, oh, well, they didn't really ruin anything. And I'm like, mm, they kind of did. Because we don't know where anything's going. Because I don't, I, I mean, I don't know, but like, I didn't think the Emperor was shown in any of the trailers, right? Nope. Nope. It was a very vague... Um like concept that there is an emperor like you know you hear the laugh you hear some vocals but you don't they at no point did they show emperor palpatine in any way spoilers yeah this is this is spoiler heavy so yeah if you haven't seen rise of skywalker by this point um this isn't for you it's been it's been over a month yeah if you if it's something that you're waiting for it to come out on digital this this specific episode well first off hand in your card yeah it's it's not it's it's not for you like anybody who is listening to this it's all the people that uh have already seen it and would not wait a month and change to uh to go watch but i mean all right so you saw so this is well you saw a new hope you saw empire strikes back you saw return of the jedi maybe you're old enough to have seen it in the theater maybe not you are a faithful fan who saw Phantom Menace. You went through Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, and then you waited, and then you heard, oh my god, Disney bought it, and you went opening night to go see The Force Awakens. You went and saw the trailer to The Last Jedi, and you went, oh, this is going to be awesome. You went and sat in the theater, and Rise of Skywalker is where you're going to wait a month? Yeah. This isn't this isn't your episode. If you haven't guessed, this is part two of um our end of a species podcast with me, Adam, and you, Jeff. And we're gonna be talking about the rise of Skywalker and our and thoughts, feelings, and other you know, notes. Most of the, our thoughts are on the movie itself are very positive. So I mean I have some minor complaints, but it you know, it's just that comes down to like mostly editing. And, and, and it's such. it's mostly oh. planet Earth stuff, not <laughs> like yeah, it's not it's, galaxy far far away stuff. It's not yeah, it's not it's not that other galaxy's the, issue. It's more ours. The 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 movie that we watched in the theater a couple of times was 
incredible. Um, what led to it, we have differing opinions on what we feel about that, and that's fine. <clears throat> but um, and we'll talk about it a little bit. I'm sure. Yeah. So. But overall, this this was, I would say, a fitting conclusion. I to... yeah, it's a fitting conclusion to seven, eight, and nine. I don't know that it's as powerful enough personally as a conclusion to one through nine as I would have liked. But I also don't feel like it's I to, to put it like in a comparative way. I also don't feel that this is like the end, the end because like it's going to be like Aerosmith. It's like our going away tour. And then that going away tour is two and a half years. And then they take a six to eight month break. And then like, Oh, we're back. And then we're, th- this is our final tour and whatever. So see, this I've, is how different we are. I see. He thinks that, and I'm thinking Jay Z's Black Album, <laughs> which was supposed to be Au Revoir, and he's still making records today. So I feel there. I feel eventually, like probably not for a while, but I feel there will be a 10, 8, 10, 11, and twelve. So I think we'll get there. So there, there's, I'll I'll be there. I'll watch it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'll be alive if I'm alive. Yeah, I'm going. You know, <laughs> even if it's just a head in a, head in a jar, like I'll go. So, um, um, but, but the, the movie starts off, Kylo Ren is being a badass as opposed to like kind of a whiny baby. Well, let me, let me, let me say this just from the crawl. My first thought when the crawl started where it says the dead speak and we're talking about, Hey, the emperor is sending out a message. And I'm like, we're not even gonna, yeah, we're not even leading up. We're to not them. warming up to nothing. We're just gonna, you're just gonna hit me with that. Huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then Kylo Ren's <laughs> trying to find him and kill him. Like that's part of it, and then Poe and uh, Poe and Finn are off trying to get you know resources to fight back the First Order and so and on. And let's just say for anybody who like I, I hear chatter from, and we'll t- touch on hater culture in another episode. But for those who think that this is unique to this trilogy and that you know whatever, we all experienced Episode Three where. We saw the start of the Clone Wars, and all of a sudden, oh, they kidnapped Palpatine. How did that happen? (laughs) And there is a full seven seasons of Clone Wars in between that we were given, so we have that advantage. But how did we get from here to there? And the same thing between Empire and Jedi, where it's like, yeah, he just lost your hand. Uh, Now you're choking out Gamorrean guards and... Letting Jabba know that, hey, you either give me my stuff or I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mess you up. And there's a whole, and, it's now uh, legend, and, and, Shadows of the Empire type chasm in between the two. So this is something that us faithful are used to. Yeah. Because most, most of the other true faithful are going to like seek out other media to like kind of find where everything falls and where everything goes and what it's doing and so on and so forth. So... Um, me being on media blackout though, before this whole thing started, there was a whole YouTube campaign for this movie that actually has the emperor's broadcast in it where like it leaks out. And then like, this is the broadcast that goes out across the galaxy. And there's like some little, you know, snippets about it over there. But like, I wouldn't have known cause like star, it was like new star Wars. It, nope. Yep. <laughs> Back, I'm, I like, I'm, I was off the train by that point. Yeah. 
So there was a whole thing about like that at broadcast that comes out and it talks about the emperor and the final order coming and this and that and no one knows what it is. The emperor's been dead for 20 some years at this point and nobody knows what's going on. And then movie kicks off and they're like, oh, he's alive and he's broadcasting stuff. And you're like, anyone who didn't know or who didn't find that random video on YouTube would have no idea what was going on. So, um, I almost feel like you're quantum leaping into, into episode nine. Like what did I, where <laughs> was I? Bit. Just a little bit. Well, yeah. the, here's, here's the other thing is like franchises like this. It's like with Marvel and with star Wars and like what I think will soon be Lord of the Rings. Cause Amazon's got a Lord of the Rings show that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Like everything's going to be told, the story as a whole is going to be told in multiple mediums. So like you're going, they want you to consume everything to get the full story. Like the majority of the story is going to be like the movie or the show. You'll get seventy five, eighty percent of it there. But like you got to read a book, you're going to read a comic, you're going to have to read this, that, check something out, watch a YouTube, something. Like it's going to, there's a combination of things, and it's all a ploy for more money. But like merchandising. <laughs> where the real money from the movie is made, um, but it's, it's such as such as the thing. So it, it's just it's something that happens. But anyway, movie the actual movie. Yes, <laughs> starts off Kylo Ren's on Mustafar. They don't tell you it's Mustafar, but he's on Mustafar and he's just killing somebody <laughs> with a bunch of stormtroopers. He's the only one left standing. It's the one of the few times where you like kind of see him. As less of like a whiny adolescent and more of like commanding like badass. Yeah. Um, because in, like, I like think I, at this I, point he's gotten, kind of gotten to the point where it's like, okay, I feel like the light side folks have been using me. The dark side folks have been using me. Fuck it all. I'm just going to take over myself. Yeah. And, and well, that's what happened at the end of it of eight. It was like it was like, oh, this guy that taunts me and shocks me randomly, and calls me names and made fun of my sweet helmet. Like <laughs> I'm gonna cut him in half, and I'm just gonna run stuff on my own. And like, there's no one else that's gonna oppose me because everyone else can't like lift them off the ground and choke them out and stuff. So like, that's my thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Girl, really, bitch, say I'm not in charge. <laughs> And then it happens. So he's doing his badass thing. There's the MacGuffin of this movie, which is the the Sith uh, compass. No, it's not called a compass. What was it called? Well, the, the navigation thing. Anyway, it's a it's like a little pyramid uh, controller thing. You plug into your starship, and then it'll take you to Exegol, um, where the emperor new emperor whatever it is and and the the new sith fleet the new there's a there's a new sith fleet there's thousands millions of like i'm guessing like engineers and soldiers and stuff like hanging mm-hmm. out uh he goes to meet the emperor he's got a tank full of snokes because snoke was a like a grown science project I almost look at like if you've ever seen the movie the prestige yeah where he's got like that magician's tank yeah, with all where... his previous versions <laughs> drowned. There's all the ones that failed. Yeah, so he's got a tank full of Snokes, and then the Emperor's on like some sort of like 
uh, claw machine, you know, stabilizer, uh, life support thing. It's not explained, but like yeah. he's got no eyes. He's got partial fingers. We're wondering how he's still alive because we don't know. He's just kind of hanging robe, so he might just be a torso. We don't know. So it doesn't really show a whole lot, but like and he's as, a lo- and as confident as ever. Yeah, he's as oh yeah he he knows he's like I'm, he's like you better pay attention or I'll wreck you. <laughs> I'm like why you don't even have any fingers? <laughs> gonna what are you gonna do? Yeah, I can walk. <laughs> Beat that. <laughs> um, so he's he makes a deal with Kylo. Why Kylo agrees to this? particular deal i'm not sure but like he's going to be told that he's going to be put in charge of this new fleet and again it's a fleet of planet killers so each star destroyer can um has like a a death star weapon on it they they miniaturized it to a point where it's like oh yeah one ship that's got enough power to blow a planet that's fine and then palpatine seems to have this um this obsession with destroying entire planets like that's his go-to move. It's the well, <laughs> the the Empire's go-to move has been that for a while now. Um, because like, what else are you gonna do? It's like you know, what can make what? Who's gonna top what in a situation? Oh, it's a gun! Like you know, you know. And then now it's Bugs Bunny and and Elmer <laughs> Fudd with <laughs> who's pulling out the bigger. The bigger cannon on each side, and it's just like, oh, we just get to the point where it's like, oh, we just blew up everything. But like, I, I also don't get like, you want to rule, but like, you're gonna blow everything up. Like, what are you gonna rule? Dust? Like, who? Like, what do you? What is your ultimate goal in this, dude? Like, you gotta think this out. Like, I will rule. Well, I'm the only one left. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me and the nameless, faceless Sith. Uh, what are they? Acolytes. Acolytes would be a good word, yeah. But Disciples. Like, they piece together Kylo Ren's helmet back. He puts it on. He goes and takes charge. And he's like, look, we're going to go hunt down uh, the First Order. We're going to wipe them out. we got to kill. He's like, he wants me to kill Rey. We'll do it. We're going to do this. So Kylo Ren goes out. Rey, we cut back. And she's training with Leia. Leia's training them on, a, on the Rebel Resistance planet. Where their fleet is kind of like just like they don't even have like a shop or anything. They don't have like a like a, a hangar or anything. They just like oh, just park between those two trees out there. We'll have a <laughs> we're gonna dig a hole for a barbecue later. <laughs> it's just like everything's just kind of run over bushes. They're constantly sweeping. Definitely sn- giving you the impression sp- that the uh, the resistance is running on fumes. Yeah. They're sweeping like bugs and spiders off their control console and like, you know, stepping over snakes and whatnot. I'm like, nope, this is un- unsafe working conditions, General Leia. We can't do this anymore. Um, but Ray's training. Leia's trying to, you know, give herself confidence. She's trying to make contact with somebody, like, through the force. She's like, be in me, be in me. You don't really know. Be what with that, me. Be with me. Yeah. You don't really know what that means at the time, but whatever. And then you kind of they kind of start off again with that force connection that they both have, and she sees Kylo Ren, and then crushes BB-8 with a tree, <laughs> and 
But, like, you see how her powers have kind of, like, grown and become what they are. And then the Millennium Falcon comes back from a recovery mission to get more information about the First Order and where they're going and what they're doing. And, oh, yeah, we got chased and hyperspeed skipping, and that's a new thing. That was kind of fun to watch, though. It was. And we'll just, oh, and real quick, the the first, like... 15 20 minutes of this movie is breakneck speed. Like. Yeah, if you if you do not have a seatbelt when you're watching this. <laughs> and this is one of the things. Like I know some of the people that did not like the last Jedi, they complained about how slow it was, and I almost thought this was JJ J. Abrams big middle finger to those people like, "Oh, you thought that was slow? Well, <laughs> I'm going to hit you off with some fucking like what planet and you notice there weren't even any like big old text drops of this is the planet we're on now it was just planet 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 well if you want you can buy the uh the dvd blu-ray digital edition of this and slow it down and maybe look at a couple of frames and (laughs) figure out what planet we're on because we ain't telling you shit yeah (laughs) and so it we we bounce through they go to another planet because they're looking for um another one of these Sith locator beacons to find their way to what they're doing. So they're following a, uh, the trail of a guy who used to be who used to work for the Empire or work for the Emperor had been to that planet before. Yeah. Um, and then they go and they go. They basically go to like Burning Man on this on this planet. Everyone's like throwing dust South in the air. South by Southwest, the South, space edition. Yeah, and they're throwing dust in the air in colors and so on. And then, you know, genealogy comes back in because, like, one of the little girls that are there, the aliens, like, what's your family names? Like, I don't have one. I'm like, mm, wait and find out. Yeah. <laughs> and then you cut through, and then the First Order has troops that are hidden there and then they radio in and then kylo ren shows up with the knights of ren and then there's a speeder chase and then uh they they're running and they leave the millennium falcon the first order gets the millennium falcon they take it up why they don't just blow the thing up anyway they hate that ship anyway (laughs) why don't they just like there it is boom gone the one thing that can outrun (laughs) us all and then they get they find this this old this other guy's ship and then load up in that and then they're trying to get it started and then Ray feels something and she goes out. Um, Chewie gets captured. Chewie gets captured. Kylo Ren like tries to do like a hit and run I guess on Ray, but she jumps over cuts the wing off. He goes soaring. He climbs out. Then she gets told Chewie's Chewie's captured. He's in the ship, and then she grabs it with the Force, a la kind of Force Unleashed kind of thing, and very foreshadowing this this section. Yeah, this is this is like a huge part, and then like Kylo Ren's trying to fight her off. It's back to this whole thing with a lightsaber, and she's like, "I'm not letting my friend go," and she's like, she pulls really hard and screams, and then lightning comes out of her fingers, and she blows that bitch up, and she's like, "Chewie, I just killed you," and. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, it's all my fault. It's all my fault. And I was in the theater, and I'm like, yep, it was. Yep, you <laughs> like, fucking killed him. You killed him. Like, like all the original people that, like, 
gave Ray a chance, and then like you're the reason Chewie's dead, like you're done. Like this character is done. There's no way. There's no redeeming her if she actually killed Chewie, and he's not dead. <laughs> he cut back, and he's on a different ship, and they're shipping him off or whatever. So, but the idea that lightning just randomly came out of her hands when she and when she lost control, that I think is. It, it's it's kind of heavy <coughs> heavy handed, yeah. But it's a well placed kind of foreshadowing of, if, you know, we'll come back to this. And, yeah, you know, you'll you'll on the second viewing you'll be like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. So then on this ship they find a dagger and reference like it. This dagger references <coughs> where this other <coughs> hidden um, Sith beacon is, and C three PO can read it, but he can't. Like he, I guess it's Imperial Protocol or like oh, Repu- it's Sith Rep- language. And it's he can't- it's in Sith language. He's not allowed to translate it. It's like Republic Protocol or something. Like he's not allowed to. It's like contraband. And I'm like, well, that sounds like any hacker could should be able to like bypass that. And they're like, oh, we know a guy on a planet. We're gonna go talk to him. And then like they they go and then they find out on this planet that's under heavy First Order occupation. Is a guy who's a droid smith, and he can unlock it for a fee. And so they go down there, and then randomly we find out, like, uh, Poe may have had a love interest there, That's and she's kind of a bounty hunter or so. Yeah, maybe. I think that love interest story is kind of a comic relief, because, yeah. <clears throat> you know, you have Poe going, hey, you want to... Yeah. But, like, you find out he used to be a drug smuggler, a spice runner, and then, like... Death sticks. Yeah. You and don't then, want any death sticks. <laughs> and then the Finn and Ray both ask, it was like, you were you were a spice runner? It's like, you were a scavenger? It's like, you were a spice runner? It's like, you were a stormtrooper? Let's keep doing this. Whatever. <laughs> he was like, mm-hmm. why is... This? I'm obviously not that now. Like, why are we still talking about this? It's in the past. I, you know... Maybe, you know, in peacetime. I mean, Han went back to smuggling. Like, whatever. Like, he's got something. Like, everyone made a living somehow. So, he just... You know... He happened to not get caught. Modern Might, Star Wars. And, and maybe I think that was from, why he was such a good pilot. You well, know? you know what? From from Rogue One on, because in, in the beginning of Rogue One, you kind of see members of the Rebels, and it's like, hey, we just killed this dude. And I think modern Star Wars lets you know that, yes, there's a light side and a dark side, but the... The lines are not always that clear. Red and blue. Yeah. So it's well. Yeah. It's it's not always that like I, I you know to put two different colors on. It's not not always that black and white. There's there's a lot of gray space in there, and sometimes people do things purple space that they don't want to do. <laughs> yeah. Or that they don't like, that's that's not in their nature in order to to get the mission done. So yeah. a lot of boff, many boffins died. Yeah. And all so, that. Um, and so we go through, they, they go to the dagger, they go to this guy, he hacks 3PO's memory, but he's like, hey, like, yeah. once we turn this on, like, you know, he's going to wipe his memory, he's going to be back to square one. And like, again. Again. And they're like, doesn't R2 back up your memory? And he's like, yeah, but he ain't here right now, he's back with Leia doing her thing. So, they, uh... They the idea that, that uh, R2 has a cloud backup of C3PO. 
is very amusing to me, entertaining in many different ways. Especially since we, you know, what we know of R2 is that he's very mischievous. Mm-hmm. And I could see R2, like, maybe... It's like, oh, they're going to wipe him again. Flipping some ones into zeros and back and forth until, mm-hmm. you know, maybe like, oh, now you're scared of strawberries. <laughs> or some weird <laughs> shit. Like, I could see that happening. Um, but... Through that whole thing, they get they get the information, and then they find out through the Force Chewies on the Star Destroyer that shows up looking for them. And Ray senses it. Ray senses it. Yeah, Ray senses <laughs> senses it through the Force. Oh, we skipped over the the snake thing. They fell into the pit, and then Ray shows a new Force power of Force healing with with a snake, which is. Which was shown previously, like, two days earlier by the Mandalorian, like, baby Yoda child, yeah. like, healed uh, Apollo Creed <laughs> with with some force healing. Um, but anyway, like, so they, they heal a snake, and the snake lets them out of a pit that they fell in. But anyway, so going back, they go, they, they get a coin from Poe's ex-girlfriend to go up to the Star Destroyer to, like, land... And then they sneak in. They rescue Chewie. Ray's looking for the a Sith beacon that might be there that Kylo Ren might have. And then they do a whole. They they kind of do a, a lightsaber battle through the Force, which I thought was very cool. Yeah, he, that was. He's down on planet looking for her. She's up on planet looking for the thing he's got. And then they make their connection again. And then they have a, a battle. And then they find out. Like, Kylo Ren finds out that she's up there because, like, now they've done a, a new thing, not just touched or whatever. They've moved material through, from, the, through, through the Force from one location to the other. And they destroyed that little podium that he has for, uh, for, his, grandfa- for his grandfather's helmet. For yeah. Darth Vader's helmet. And not to show off, but, like, you know, for those of you that know that it was my birthday, blah, 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 I had a seven-year-old's birthday cake that had a Darth Vader helmet. So that Vader helmet is now in my... Are you going to melt it down? Office. I'm not going to melt it down. <laughs> You're not going to melt it to look like a, a melted Vader? I respect my Sith Lords. Oh, okay. Luke didn't. Well, that was his dad, and he yeah. melted him down. Well, whatever. <laughs> but, so the the helmet and the podium comes out, and he's like, that's where you are. So then he goes up there, and then the the crew find the Millennium Falcon. They're like, we need to get out of here. And like, yeah, you've been needing to get out of here since you got Chewie. Like, let's go. Well, you know, like... Oh no! Go ahead. I'll I'll jump in. Okay. So and so they fight their way through. Poe gets shot. Ray doesn't heal him. <laughs> she, she she heals some random snake. One of my best friends. Like yeah, you're not getting any force healing from me. But whatever. So she starts taking this like weirder, darker tone with everything that she's well, doing, and she okay, gets a little so there focused. Was, there was the the Cut. one beat that I did want to hit was where she's at the edge. I'm get well. Of, I was getting there of the ship, and everybody's cornered her before she gets on the Millennium Falcon. Uh huh. And she has that like kind of like Aladdin moment. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, peace. Yeah. And, and then, then she leaps yeah. and like leaps through the forest and grabs onto the the railing from the loading ramp and like jumps onto the Falcon. And they're shooting, and then they turn and they hit him with the thrusters, and everyone falls down except Kylo Ren. Like. He's doing the force gravity Spider-Man stick to the ground. Yeah. He just leans forward a little bit. Everyone else gets sent flying backwards. And nobody's face burns off. That was also another thing. I guess that 
cold fusion or something maybe i don't <laughs> i don't know that was one of the things i'm like you just they just hit him with the back and that's a long thruster like that's like 15 meters or whatever that rear thruster from the falcon like really? that's a big yeah the metric system yeah well, i went gonna, i went with metric system you're gonna hit me with the metric system <laughs> that's cool you do the math <laughs> yeah no fuck that that's a lot yeah it's long it's long so and then they they piece out and then they're like okay well we got the translation from the dagger we got to go to endor like or the endor system and go to not the forest moon of Endor, but a different moon of Endor that's got water on it. But that's where some of the wreckage from the Death Star is. You know what? You know what? I'm going to jump in here and say that's that's the haters' fault. And if you guys would have played nice, we would have gone to the forest moon of Endor. And we would have had like a snippet of some Ewoks. We but, did get some snippets of Ewoks. But Yeah, but we would have had... Better, Lo- longer snippets of Ewoks. Okay, yeah. And if, 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 you, if it wasn't for the fact that they were like... They, I could see it right now. Like, well, you know, this is going to be on Endor because that's where the remnants of the Death Star 2 are. But if we go to the Forest Moon, these people are going to be like, that wasn't how it was in Episode 6 and you guys suck. So we have to come up with another moon. And this is why you guys need to stop fucking hating on shit. Because <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. Anyway. I still think this was a rant nice, part, nice, nice part of the movie. But yeah. They, but they land and then like... The part of the Death Star that contains the Emperor's Tower where the Sith, you know, nav beacon or whatever is, is often like the middle of like off the coasts of the Cliffs of Moor or whatever. And it's like this huge drop off and it's like <laughs> during a storm and they're like, we'll wait till morning to, to go and get it. And they're like, okay, everyone agrees except Ray. Ray's like, nah, I'm out. She gets on a boat by herself, sails out there, climbs up the elevator shaft that the Emperor got thrown down, you know, way before, gets up there, meets a dark version of herself, which was ruined in a trailer. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's a part that I was like, don't show that. You know, it had, was, I'm going to say this. It was ruined in a clip, but in the trailer, it was kind of like you just saw her. Like, you didn't see her and her. Yeah. You just saw her with the thing. So it was almost reminiscent of that moment in Last Jedi where she grabbed Kylo's saber. Yeah. So, anyway. But, like, you see a dark version of her. She ignites a double-bladed lightsaber. But, like, it, both of the blades go in one way. And then, like, you hit the button and then it swings out like a... I don't know, like a screen door on a porch. <laughs> like, <laughs> it swings out, and then she's got a double bladed red lightsaber, and then fights herself, and she got fangs. <laughs> but she gets, she gets the the thing. She gets the MacGuffin she's looking for, and then Kylo runs there, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you're not getting this," and he crushes it. And then they fight, and then they fight, and Finn and Poe, and they're like, "We're trying to rescue her." But they're like, nah, leave us alone. And they jump further to where it's like, they can't get out here. They don't have force powers. And they jump out. And they continue to fight. And then this bitch stabs <laughs> Kylo Ren in the chest with his own lightsaber. And he goes down. Because? Because Leia feels what's going on. And then reaches out to him. And like startles him like pull like gives him like a force pull by the back of the head or whatever and like says like let this lady stab you real quick (laughs) and he gets distracted drops his lightsaber he doesn't drop it it gets twisted out of his hand and then he gets stabbed 
and then Ray heals him. She can't heal Poe. He gets shot in the arm. Way less damaging. He gets stabbed like just below the rib cage, like through a lot of like vi- like the diaphragm, yeah. the liver, gallbladder, like kidneys. We about the flat the line. whole thing. Yeah, like he's got seconds, and then he heals her, and then he's all right. And then she leaves his lightsaber there, and then she leaves, takes his Tie Fighter, and bounces. <laughs> She's gone. And then we have. Like a the, moment of schizophrenia. Yeah, we have a. We moment. can only call it schizophrenia because, uh, for those of you that have seen the movie, uh, probably okay. Everybody who's listening, you've seen the movie. There's no force ghost of Han Solo. It, it's not a thing. So I can only yeah. say this is a, a moment of uh, psychosis. It's a moment of psychosis, but it might be like a reactivate. It. It might. I think. My thoughts is that Leia used the Force to channel memories of Han in Kylo or Ben to get to give him a message because Han is the person he needed to hear it from, like not her but him, and he would respond differently because he's still racked with massive guilt for stabbing his dad in the chest and letting him fall. Into a planet that later exploded. So there's no coming back for Han. If there's one thing about these Skywalkers, they cremate their dead. <laughs> they do it. Yeah. They don't even yeah. give it a second thought. Um, so he has a moment with, with Han in which they talk and he apologizes. Han says it's okay. And he says, my son's not dead. He's alive. Kylo Ren is dead. Because Kylo Ren, he was Kylo Ren when he got stabbed. So Kylo Ren is officially dead. But now you're brought back and you're Ben again. And he's like, dad. He gives the whole speech from what he did before. He's like, I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. And he's like, will you help me? And he's like, dad. And then he says, I know. Which, you know, Han Han being Han, you know, it's, it's emotional. But then he turns, throws his red light. Like he's, it, it's still workable. You can be different. <laughs> like you can be a good guy and have a red lightsaber. Like I know it's a symbol or whatever, but like WTF. Anyway, <laughs> throws throws the symbol of his dark side into the ocean. Turns around, Han's gone. And then cut to Ray on um, uh, Octo. Burning Kylo's uh, TIE fighter. And she's throwing everything she owns into it. And she's like, I can't do it. I'm going to be dark. I'm like, I'm not going to be a dark side. I got told that I was a Palpatine. Like he told me, Kylo Ren told Rey during the fight that she was a Palpatine. And that's where, you know, all of this happened and why this is all stemming from this. There has to be some sort of comic book, book, novel out TV show something explaining this like what how we got to that but there was there was one there was I a, it was it? it was a I think it was a comic book if I remember because I remember like drawings I think but I might have seen someone explaining the comic in a YouTube video okay so it's it the information the, the information is out there yeah who, who? and if I remember like. It's like the Palpatine force gen- force gene like skips a generation, so like his kid was not force sensitive. Oh no at no all. no! I need to know what kind of game 
twisted, weird, mushmouth Palpatine had to get, you know. Well, I, I think from Clone the Clone Wars and the fir- the first one is like, I think it's just a thing like Palpatine plays all sides at all times. Because he can just he can, his brain works like that, like working all the angles, and he just like whatever one makes it to the end, like I'll I'm on that side anyway. So what does it matter? So he had a Padme. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe he might have just had concubines. I don't know. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll take it. So, um, so she's burning down all the stuff. So she's burning down all the stuff, and she gets to Luke's repaired, Anakin's repaired. The Skywalker repaired lightsaber. <laughs> and she's like, she chucks it into the fire like, fuck that thing too. And then it's caught by Luke, the force ghost of Luke Skywalker, who then takes it and says, a Jedi's weapon deserves more respect than this. Which I think was another kind of fuck you to Ryan Johnson and Last Jedi, but there you go. Yeah, or or a redemption arc. It's a well. I mean, I think the I think the end of Last Jedi was Luke's redemption arc, and he's redeemed, and that's why he can be a ghost again. But he's now much wiser and caring and comforting than he was in in the Last Jedi. Um, but then he kind of gives her a pep talk, tells her she has everything she needs. She finds, like, oh, you didn't check the glove box in Kylo Ren's lights, uh, TIE Fighter. And she finds the, the Sith uh, Navigator beacon and pulls that out. Wayfinder. That's the word I was looking for. Ah, Sith yes. Wayfinder. I knew it would come to me. So the Sith Wayfinder. Tell your friends. Skip to, uh, what, 41 minutes? <laughs> 41 minutes in. And she gets that. And then... <laughs> um. Luke pulls his X-Wing out of the water. She rides in that. Let me tell you how great a moment that was. Um, and it's an almost an obvious thing. It's like it's like a cheap pop in wrestling. Like, saying, before, before, what a city that you're in. Before going into episode eight, we were like, oh, yeah, he's going to pull. Like, when we yeah. saw the X-Wing in the water, we're like, Luke's going to pull the X-Wing out of the water for her. And he's like, oh, size matters not, you know. And so when, he, when he's actually it, pulling it out, he not only has the same stance that Yoda did in Empire... But a big nod of the hat to John Williams. For, what a way to go out. For doing the same the, music. The soundtrack to this is incredible. But just giving us the, the Yoda theme in the middle of all of that, just like... It's tweaked a little bit. Yeah. But it's the same, it's the same notes and stuff. But yeah, it's great. It's just, it's just a good send. It's a feel-good moment. Yeah. Like, it took you this long, and, and you're learning this, these lessons, and, and you're still learning, even after, you know, becoming one with the Force. Yeah. And... So then she goes off. Finn, Finn, Chewie, and Poe go back to um, the Rebel, pl- the Resistance planet. Tell them what's happened. Like we don't know where to go from here. Then they get start getting, I don't know, text messages <laughs> from <laughs> from Ray's. She just steals everything from the Skywalkers. <laughs> this is she steal from from Luke's ship, which is still named Red Five. Like, wasn't he part of? Didn't he? Like, wasn't there like canon material that like he instigated Rogue Squadron and he was the leader of it until he kind of took a step back and became the Jedi guy. Um, and then he left that to Wedge. Wasn't that a? I thought that was still a canon thing. Maybe it's not anymore, but I thought that was. 
It's hard to sort this out. I want to say yes. So I would think that he would still be Rogue One. And why they still left his X-Wing as Red 5, I don't don't know. But whatever. Anyway. um, (laughs) Moving... They they're like okay we're getting we're giving nav- navigation points from Red Five which to how to get to Exegol we need to ma- um, you know amass our ship Lando um, you go out take Chewie and the Millennium Falcon hit the core worlds you know call for help we're gonna we're gonna go and we're gonna handle this um, so Ray gets there she confronts the Emperor she's trying to feel out whether she should turn to the dark side or not she has this strong inkling i think she's about to and then like you know that connection that they have in the force she feels ben show up and Mm -hmm. ben's running in like bruce willis or arnold schwarzenegger (laughs) like just trying to like get to where he needs to go to save who he's got to save and he has a little like his personality has already like picked up to be like from like way dark to be a little comical because he makes a leap off of a off of a platform onto a pillar like any Jedi should be able to do without any real problem and he lands and he's like ow <laughs> and like and I'm like you like that shouldn't bother you dude like you you didn't you just leap over half an ocean <laughs> onto wreckage from like, one end of the Death Star two to the other <laughs> yeah and like. I'm like, okay, so, but, like, he's running and gunning, and he's doing, he's doing, like, solo-level shit, because he comes around a corner, and, like, someone's shooting at him. He doesn't even look, and turns around, and fires, and then just nails a guy, takes him out, um, and comes across the Knights of Ren, and then they kind of kick his ass, <laughs> and he's down on the ground. I mean, it's, it's... it's- he he gets some licks in, but you and one of the things that you know where Kylo Ren is very angsty and angry, Ben Solo is kind of cocky. Yeah, he's kind of like, don't you know I'm I'm the guy. He's too much of his father. I'm I'm the I'm the progeny of like not just the great Han Solo, but like my grandfather's Darth Vader, motherfuckers. <laughs> like, yeah, you want some of this? Like, this isn't. Yeah, I don't think this is good for you. Yeah, so he gets his butt kicked a little bit because he's just got one weapon, which someone somewhere pointed out that the weapon that he uses is the same weapon that Lando was using in the in Solo, a Star Wars story. It's that silver, like elongated, like blaster pistol, mm-hmm. and that it's probably a gift from Lando to him at some point or whatever. It's like somewhere during their lineage or whatever. Interesting, but it's like it's like the exact same weapon. So, <clears throat> um, so it was a cool kind of homage, or whatever. But they make their connection. She's Ray's about ready to slice down the Emperor, and then like she's gonna become the Emperor of the Sith and become absorb his power, or he's going to take her take, over, take like her a, over, like she's a host. Yeah, she's gonna like she's gonna like he's gonna be the stronger will nope, inside her not body. Doing it. Not doing that joke. Anyway, continue. <laughs> and he, they they make their connection in the Force. They see each other. And then... Well, to backtrack a little bit, she has two lightsabers at this point. She has her, light, her lightsaber that was Anakin's and Luke's that's been repaired. And she also has... And light- Maz's. And Maz... I don't think Maz ever used it. Yeah, let's just say it was Finn's also. Yeah. Everybody's. Well, okay. I had it for a while. <laughs> 
And then she also has Leia's lightsaber that she had until she finished her training. And then she gave it to Luke and said that um, she knew her son would die at the end of her her Jedi journey. And or no, she knew that she would die at the end of her Jedi journey to save her son or something. I can't remember. I can't remember the exact wording. But in any case, she gave it to Luke to hold on to. And then Luke on Octo showed her his like hidey hole, <laughs> the, like the like removable brick that had like you know his porno mags and <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> the lightsaber in there. You did, you know, some you weed. Really did. He had some weed. <laughs> I'm just looking at the ceiling, just thinking of what happens. Does like the the blue milk go bad and become like? Alcohol of some sort, Maybe. space alcohol. And yeah, he kept that in there. We yeah. can take that so many directions. Anyway, so he um, he gave gave Ray Leia's lightsaber as well. So she's got the Skywalker lightsaber ignited, about ready to kill the Emperor, and then she pulls it back, puts it behind her head, and then she pulls her hand back, and it's gone. Cut to Ben Solo, not Kylo Ren anymore. Ben Solo who pulls his hand from behind his head, and he has the lightsaber. They moved material matter through the Force again. Then he kind of does his little shrug. Uh, that, look, that look that he has is just, to me, it kind of erased all the angsty Kylo Ren stuff from the first two movies, from two and a half movies, and turned it into like, you know, but, you know what's about to happen, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what's about to go down? Mm-hmm. You're about to get fucked up. <laughs> And so he then slaughters his knights, his knights of Ren, to come in and then help rescue Rey. They face off against the Emperor together. He dr- like force drains their life energy. He senses that oh, what's in front of me is oh, a, this is nice. It's a dyad in the force. It's like he almost they, has this uh, this reaction like a vampire seeing a pool of like fresh blood out of somebody. Like yeah. <gasps> Really, I like this, and so he decides he, instead of. But he names it like he makes yeah. the the leap to to name it like it's happened before, and then he pulls their life. His eyes light up again. I guess he grows legs and fin- he grows fingers back. Yeah, that's we, shown. That's one hundred percent. So he, he, either he had legs before and they were just covered, a la Eddie Murphy in Trading Places, <laughs> or he just grew legs and. You know. And he's standing again. And he dis he <laughs> disconnects from the claw machine. <laughs> from the Matrix. It. Yeah. And so he flings Ben Solo down a pit. He's standing off against Ray. He's um At this point. At this point in the space battle, the, the the resistance has shown up. They're fighting these Star Destroyers because they're trying to take them down before they get enough coordinates or uh coordination to get through the weird magnetic atmosphere that they've got to get out so that they're then dispersed. So they're taking them down, but they're losing. Or no, they're winning. Or no, are they losing? They're losing. Well, they're... They're, they're, starting, they're starting to lose. And then... They're making progress because they're getting rid of that antenna. Yeah. And, you know, they're making progress against the fleet. Yeah. So they're making progress, but the ships are starting to, they're starting to run out of ships. And Poe's on there apologizing. He's tearing up. And then I teared up 
when you hear Lando come over the con, he's like, there's so many more of us. And then cut to the Millennium Falcon and like every ship we've ever seen in any Star Wars movie ever, plus we're gonna, some. We're going to freeze frame that when it when it comes out on digital. Yeah. For sure. I'm, well, that'll be a, I'm going to make that a wallpaper for <laughs> on my computer or something because that's a beautiful scene. Real quick, if anybody is very enterprising and has a great uh, sense of hearing. That was the happy mass salesman, which is the creepy ass fucking ringtone that Adam it's a, has. It's a text tone. It is haunting. <laughs> it is it is haunting. Anyway. Um, I just thought I'd call that out for if anybody wants to know and they hear that and they're like, What the fuck was that? Yeah. It's who's the happy it's the happy mass who's, salesman. Who's the creeper in the closet like listening to their <laughs> jokes and laughing for them? Get uh, out of the house. <laughs> so but like all these ships show up and like I've also seen stuff on Instagram of people doing like zoom ins and freeze frames of stuff. The the Razor Crest from the Mandalorian is there. There's ships from the Resistance t- uh, cartoon. There's ships from uh, uh, the Clone Wars. There's ships from all the the uh, the ship from Rebels. The Ghost that's in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Harrison Dula is still flying that, or maybe it's her daughter now, or. Was it a son that she had? I don't remember. But, like, I don't know if that's still a thing or whatever. But, like, every ship from ever is all there. They're all doing their thing. So, um, they come in. They start mopping up. And then, at this point, when the Emperor's come back and whatever, he notices, like, that the fleet... And he does this all the time. He's like, look at everyone dying. Ha, ha, ha. Like, if he really was controlling Snoke like he said he was... It's the same, he's got the same moves every yeah. time. Oh, look, all your friends are dying. Look through the view screen, all you t- did it to Luke. Look, all your friends are dying. And I'm like, dude, that doesn't work. <laughs> that just ends up pissing people off. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. So he then sits down and then channels like all the, he says, I am all the Sith that ever were, and then shoots lightning into the sky and starts shutting down all these ships. They're falling out of the sky, rays on the ground. It's, you know, it seems like the end of everything. And then Ray reaches out and it's like, be with me. And then you hear it. You start hearing every, like, Jedi we know coming back and telling Ray to get up the forces with them. We got Yoda. We got Qui-Gon. We've got uh, Master Luminara. We've got Anakin. Mace Windu. Kanan, Ahsoka Tano. Ahsoka Tano. Kanan Jarrus. Um, who else? Um, Jesus. Uh, like Luke. Luke Skywalker. Oh, so many. We got so many of them coming back. And I had like, this, uh, this kind of like when I knew that the Emperor was going to be in here. I had this vision of like CGI everyone. Yeah. Jedi versus CGI everyone Sith. And just having this massive battle, which I knew wasn't going to happen, but I thought, oh, that'd be awesome. This is almost like the uh, as a razor thin close a second. Just the fact that you have that moment of quiet where you have to like just be in that moment and enjoy all the different voices saying, yeah, let's. We got you. Let's mm-hmm. let's get this cracking. So they, Ray gets up. She. uh Makes her taunt against the Emperor. Like, he starts to force lightning at her. She pulls the one lightsaber up. 
you know, Ben's still down in a pit. He dropped his. <clears throat> she's holding off the lightning. She's like, I am every Sith. You can't count me. She, but she says, I am every Jedi. She pulls out Leia's lightsaber, puts it up as an X, and then, like, forces the lightning back on Emperor Palpatine and then incinerates him. He just dissolves, like, a la Raiders of the Lost Ark kind of thing. It's kind of a endgame meets... I don't even want to say apocalypse. Don't say apocalypse. <laughs> oh, I hated that movie so much. But it's almost like those two mo- like that kind of moment yeah. where it's like it's a wrap for you. Yeah. And so she falls she annihilates him. And then but like she's taken so much damage or put so much force ability out that she's she's gone. She's done. Yeah, she she has spent all of her energy. And she collapses. Ben climbs out of the pit, comes over, finds her dead, picks her up, and then using the force brings her back to life. They share a moment. They share a kiss. And then Ben dies. And you're I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but like that was also <coughs> the thing and I also know, like noted that some some people have said this already but like it was something that I had started to process around is that he fin- he did finish what his father would started like when he made that promise he's like Anakin said I will even find a way to keep people from dying yeah you and know what he, I uh, man it's such a good it's such a like and he did, like, in, in 7, he said, I will finish what you started. And, like, you don't know what he really started, but that's what he, but, he started. But he, it's such a good, like, closeout of that theme of saving. Because the whole reason that Anakin turned was because he wanted to save his wife, right? Right. And he turned to the dark side because he thought that had the answer to save your the people you love from dying. And it turns out that Kylo wouldn't have been able to do that. Only Ben. So it's in... It, the, the key to it is in the light side of the force. Granted, he had to sacrifice himself to do it, but that's how you do it. Yeah. And that's that's such a great thematic closing for that, for the fact that, you know, you you can't control things. You can't um, you can't will things into existence, but there is a way to save people you love. And it's not through the 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 passion emotionful dark side of the force it's through peace well, yeah and, what we, and what, sacrifice that that serenity that yeah. serenity moment yeah so ben dies rays alive she collects the lightsabers leaves they blow up all the star destroyers they've won they celebrate um they celebrate the passing of Leia because she died bringing Ben back. And then we kind of cut back to that planet again. We go to Tatooine where she's she's there and she's kind of like... That planet tortures you so much. <laughs> I like I have a, I have a love-hate with Tatooine. I, I know there's a, some nostalgia there, but like I, I don't see why... I mean, this this is a logical reason to go back to the planet because it's where Luke grew up. It's where you know the saga for us really began. 
there's you know there's a lot to there's a lot of significance to it but like why the rest of the galaxy keeps going back to this damn planet i don't understand video games and you know tv show whatever they all they end up back at tatooine for some reason it doesn't make any sense to me they're like oh yeah it's this dust ball that nobody ever goes to and i'm like it's got a crime lord on it it's crime ridden i'm like why are you going there except every five years we go there <laughs> so she goes there she kind of explores you know the the lars homestead finds a place in the dirt to to like force push force bury is that a force power to force bury? We'll go stuff? with force push because that's push. something we know exists. Yeah, she force pushes the 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 Skywalker lightsabers into the ground, covers them up. Obligatorily, she activates her lightsaber that she has now created, which is a yellow blade, which is the guardian the blade. guardian blade um, that looks like it was made out of her old staff that she was carrying around. And then she's asked by some. Like, this whole desert is so empty and barren. <laughs> this farm has been empty forever. The and this moisture farming farm. Yeah, the moisture farming farm. And then this lady is an arms, like, like, a, like, a, like a slight toss of a softball away from Ray. She didn't see this lady approaching. She's so engrossed in burying these lightsabers. And she's this lady walks up with her like, I get, what is it, a kadu? No, that's, that's the Gungan thing that they ride. It's a... Uh, Whatever, she's right. Like her camel, her space camel, and, <laughs> and she's like, "Who are you?" And it's like, "I'm Ray." Ray who? And like Ray Skywalker, as she looks off and sees Force Ghost Luke and Force Ghost Leia, like standing there smiling at her, giving her an approval of like, "Yeah, we'll adopt you. You're good enough. You killed some people. Yeah, you, you're now part of the the Skywalker, the Skywalker. brand." So. You're no longer a Palpatine, you're a Skywalker. And movie closeout. And I like I was really pleased with a lot a lot of it. I thought it was a great great movie. Join us next time for part 2 of this episode. Fuck GameStop. <laughs>